0: Welcome to The Revival Podcast. I am your host, Jack Gallego, creator of Revival, a fitness and health lover, a chef, a foodie, and an entrepreneur. I have dedicated my craft to empowering the intuitive freedom for the fitness-loving, health-adoring, foodie at heart who craves knowledge. In this podcast, we bring you episodes from myself and many other amazing guests that are going to help you spark your revival and enhance your life through insights on all things wellness, nutrition, personal development, and business related. Now let's get to it. Alrighty, so today I have my amazing business coach, Karina Ramos. She is the creator of the Voyage Society, a marketing agency that takes entrepreneurs who want to up level the hell out of their businesses and push them to reach their wildest dreams. Like, I can't emphasize that enough. You will literally make people reach their dreams, but you will push them to reach their dreams as well. So she also. <laughs> she also hosts her own Boss Talk podcast where she interviews powerful women who want to spread light on female empowerment in the business world. So today we are going to talk all about money mindset.
1: Yeah.
0: which is, I love it. I'm so excited because I've been wanting to like retouch upon this. So it just like fell in line perfectly with talking to it. you. I was like, I need to brush up on this as well. <laughs> Perfect. So And you know how many
1: people, it's so funny, I actually just got off like within, right before the holidays, I had someone who got on a call with me and she's like, I've told her, you know, the basis of all my programs is mindset. Like we start with your mindset and then move on mm-hmm. to everything else. And she was like, no, I don't think I need that. And I'm like, well, I'm sorry, <laughs> I'm not the coach for you. Like you will hate me if you don't want to work on your money mindset or your mindset period, just because it's the foundation of everything.
0: That's so funny. Cause that's literally one of the first notes I wrote was you like before we even got into like the nitty gritty of business you were like no boo no yeah. you're like if you do not have a good mindset like you're not going to be successful because you can be successful and you can have a shitty mindset so you're technically never going to be successful and so right. that's funny that you mentioned that but
1: I'm going to appreciate the success that you've built and I've been there like I've literally like I've hit my goals, and my goals have come and gone, and I'm like, they literally like side sweep you because you're not even there, you're not even fully present for them because you got a shitty mindset, and you're just going with the flow, you're being reactive instead of being in control of how your life is actually being laid out for you.
0: Mm-hmm. So, if you wouldn't mind just explaining a little bit about your your business that you have, your coaching programs, because no one in my community has heard like your in depth yeah. con- your in depth like bio. <laughs> and I know they all want to. <laughs>
1: So my name is Karina Ramos. I'm a business coach for female entrepreneurs and small businesses. I'm the owner of the Voyage Society, which is a creative marketing agency where, again, we really just help take your vision to that next level. So I work with women. Me personally, I work with my clients one-on-one through whether it's a one-on-one coaching program, whether it's through my mastermind, whether it's through my retreats, my live events. I really do focus on the more one-on-one personal approach on working with my clients because I like to be so involved, because I like to be so intimate. Um, That's really where I just love to kind of shine and that's where I love to spend my time. My agency is now more focused on helping my clients who have worked with me one-on-one and really helping them take their businesses to that next level. So I really work with my clients on the money mindset aspect, the foundation of building your business, the core of getting your business structures put in place. And then from there, we again, get you to a place where you're feeling really fucking confident and you're feeling like the CEO that you are of your business to then get you to move on to, for example, building out your website or getting a video you know, put together for your brand to really showcase case you know beginning to end your experience that you're providing for your client Um, whether you want to host a retreat you know I've had clients host retreats all over the world Um, whether you want to publish a book you know we're going to push you to do that and it's just a matter of like There really is no limits to what you can create there's no limits to you know like if you can literally see it in your head like we can execute a plan to actually make it a reality for you um and i don't say that lightly so many people are like you're so full of shit karina and i'm like no i'm being serious like there's literally never been a time where clients come to me and been like hey this is what I want to do as fucking crazy as it can sound. Um, I've seen the impossible pop, like be possible with a lot of my clients. They have literally executed some of the most insane goals I've ever seen in my life. So I know that when you put your mind to something, when you have the support that you need to really go big with your visions, there's nothing that's going to stop you outside from yourself. So when you have someone there who's pushing you, because a lot of the times, and this goes into money mindset and mindset in general, we tend to self-sabotage ourselves when we get to that place where, you know, like our happy, leaders on the inside of us are just like, no bitch, you're too happy. You're doing too good. And then we tend to self-sabotage everything that we've kind of worked towards. Um, And that's just natural human behavior. So when you're aware of that and when you have people aware of that for you, which is why I feel like every woman should have a business coach. Every woman should have some type of mentor if you're trying to build this brand so that you have someone tell you like, hey, no, you're not crazy. That's just the way that it is. Or actually you are crazy. It doesn't have to be that complicated. This is how we can do it. That's easier for you or this can work for you in this format because this really works for your client. Um, Cause we're seeing it from a bird's eye perspective compared to you. That's in your business. You're usually again, we were just talking about this a lot of the times you're a one woman show when it comes to everything that you're building in your brand. I understand that I've been there. I've done that. I wasn't born with a team in my business. I worked my ass off by myself for a long, long time before I was able you know, to retire my husband to work with me before I was able to hire a team of six. Um, it was just me. I was customer service. I was the everything in my business. <laughs> (laughs) Um, And it was great because I got to learn every aspect of my business and now I know how long it takes me to do things, how long it should take my team to to do things. So again, I'm very on top of relinquishing those skills, but at the end of the day, you still have to go through them yourself in order to really see the full scope of what your brand can do. But you do need that support to really help you take your vision to the next level. So it's just like in a nutshell, kind of what we do. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and I think it's also super important, like to have a mentor that's not just your close friend or like your mom yeah. or like your sibling, because they look at it and like, my mom's like, sweetie, everything you do, is <laughs> everything." <laughs> and I'm like, no mom, I don't want that. She's like, and she's so Southern. She's like, Jack, you're just so hard on yourself. Like, can you give yourself a break? And I'm like, okay, mom, They're like, come on. Can you just be like, come on, like, right. Just, like a little bit like,
1: more. That's so funny because my mom, like my mom is literally my number one fan. Like I love her to death. She's literally right there wearing my t-shirts, like holding my mug, buying my books. She's the best. But she's not afraid to call me on my shit. And now that she now that she understands my business, because it wasn't like that at the beginning. A lot of like my family, like my grandma still asks me if I need money. I'm like, no, grandma. Like, I'm good. I promise you. She's like, when are you gonna get a job, Karina? Like, I don't understand what you do. And I'm like, grandma, like, I promise you, I'm good. Like, I have a business, but when they don't understand the whole online space or the business that you're trying to build digitally, they really, again, they're old school. They're used to seeing us in a brick and mortar shop and, you know, folding clothes or selling coffees or whatever it is. That's a physical product. They're not necessarily used to, like, my grandma's like, what the hell is a business coach? Like, are you serious? Like, what are you calling yourself? Um, But at the end of the day, you know, I was able to really show my family, Hey, this is what I'm doing. When I'm releasing a product, like I want honest feedback. Like if you're looking at this from a Mm -hmm consumer Mm -hmm. standpoint now my mom is like no bitch like you need to do this this is not aligned with your brand (laughs) and she's very honest with me but again it took a couple years for us to get to that place
0: (laughs) I love them um okay so first off I would like to start start off with what is not going to make you more money like what you see the most like in terms of mindset that is like the most common that a lot of us do probably at the moment or more than we should but it's like literally not going to make you more money and i know a, an example that you taught me is more hours like more working hours is not going to make more money but right. as we've been accustomed like the way we grew up we always think well the more the more we spend time working on this like the more money we're going to make but that's right. actually like
1: and that's that's the biggest one and that just comes from that employee mentality where you are getting or you're touching your worth or you're attaching what you're valued at to a per dollar um, and I feel like that's that's a big shift for a lot of entrepreneurs when they're getting out of that nine to five mentality they're okay with you know the $8 an hour the $10 an hour and you're like you're building your business for financial independence and for financial freedom and when it comes to getting real about what it is that you need and the finances that you need to build your business you know working harder if you realize that there's people for example I give this example um, to my master mastermind clients. Um, you know, there's the janitor who probably works 80 hours a week and there's the Um, You know the real estate agent who works 10 hours a week, and she's probably making a $100,000 compared to the janitor who's making $10 an hour working $80 a week. More work, harder work doesn't necessarily mean more money. And you can just find examples of that in your daily life. I'm sure you know plenty of people in your family who have this incredible job, um, but they're not making the money that they should be, or they have a 10-year degree and they're still not making the money that they should be. So at the end of the day, your acclimates, what you've done, your experience, none of that equates to more money it's just the value that you're adding to the world what are you doing to help people Mm -hmm. change their lives what are you doing to help someone's day be a little bit easier that always transverts back into abundance whether it's monetary abundance whether it's opportunities that turn into monetary abundance regardless of what that is at the end of the day you really have to detach what you feel you're valued at, detaching mm-hmm. your work from the actual monetary value that's being brought in. And another thing that's not going to bring you money is complaining about not having any money. a lot of people <laughs> don't realize that, you know, money is just energy. Money. Is I'm just- over here
0: like taking notes, by the way. <laughs>
1: It's so funny. Um, Money is just energy. So when we really get so, um, you know, my mom does this a lot. She just worries. I actually sometimes get scared telling her stuff because I'm just like, oh my gosh, she's going to worry like for the next six months when it's really not that big of a deal. Um, And in business, you know, things happen, things fluctuate. You know, my business is completely dependent on me. So, you know, if I'm not, you know, taking the time to set up my goals properly, if I'm not taking the time to make sure that, I'm okay, not only mentally, but emotionally, spiritually, and taking care of myself. How do I expect anybody on my team to help support me? Um, so we tend to do that a lot. We tend to fucking complain a lot and bitch a lot and worry a lot about our finances, but we really don't create any type of action step to get ourselves out of those situations or to really get behind the decision of, you know, are you really tired of this? Are you really tired of not having enough money? Are you really tired of working so hard? Like, you're going to hit your point one day and you're going to get to the point where you're like, you know what, fuck this shit. I'm worth so much more. I'm, you know, not even being valued at my job. I'm not being valued in this position or, you know, I'm not valuing myself in my own business by charging, you know, nickels and pennies for my product or my service. Eventually you're going to get so fed up with not being valued at because you're being drained. And when you're not again and you've experienced this you know you were just talking about this you know when when you were first pricing your product you would have priced it any lower it would feel like an energy drain because it is costing you more energetically to show up for that product to show up for that service than what you feel to value that so you're never going to be 150 percent behind it so when you're fearful of raising your prices or charging what you really in your gut know you should be charging for that product or service again detaching the fear from it not being fearful well people are not going to buy the product because it's too high or industry norms are saying I should charge this. Fuck all of that. Like shit.
0: who comes up with the norms? Who comes who up with that
1: bullshit? Like who, so who says that? Like, or even like some of the statistics where it's like one in every 10 entrepreneurs are, you know, making this. And it's just like, where the fuck did you get these statistics from? And it's just, they're whipping it out of their ass and that's okay. Which is why you just have to do you and you just have to go. And I, and I teach, I teach my clients this, you know, this for sure, Doc. It's just, Money is very intuitive. Money is dependent on how you feel about it. So if you have this really icky relationship with money, you're afraid to check your bank accounts. You are, you know, regardless of what's in there, you know, you're afraid, you know, you oversave because you feel like, I don't know, the fucking world is gonna end. Or um, you know, you don't buy that really beautiful handbag that's, you know, maybe a hundred or $200 out of your price range, just because I don't know, you think that hundred or $200 is going to make a break, whatever, you know, your budget for that month. That's all making a decision from fear. That's all being in a scarcity mindset where you don't feel like money is abundant, where you don't feel like those same opportunities or those same luxuries are available to you. And that all goes into unlearning all of the bullshit that you learned. Cause again, our parents only know most of what we know about money and what most of what we know was taught to us by society was taught to us by our parents you know money doesn't grow on trees um, i actually just heard my family telling some of my nieces and nephews that sienna's broke and i'm like why would you do that i'm like you are putting the worst money mindset on my nieces and nephews and it's just like they just can't help themselves because they don't know any better themselves so you can't feel guilty or you can't be upset at uh, your parents. Cause I have so many people who start to you know, go through this healing process with money, especially. Um, and they're like, damn, like my fucking parents suck. Like they gave me all of these bullshit <laughs> limiting beliefs. And it's just like, they're only teaching you what they were taught. And their parents were only teaching them what they were taught, and you just have to think about again how society really feels about money, um, you know. But when you look at the top two percent, or you look at people who are really successful, um, they don't have a negative relationship with money. Most of the time, they're very charitable. You know, Tony Robbins, Bill Gates—they give millions and millions and millions of dollars to charity because they understand that the value of money is not put in dollar signs it's just a matter of how much value you're actually adding into the world and do you truly believe that the world is abundant and that all of those same possibilities in that handbag or those luxuries or that life of freedom is it a hundred percent available to you too and again if you if they can do it why can't you um you have the same you know we're all in the same playing field even though some people may or may not feel that way we're literally all born on the same playing field. We have the same exact opportunities, unless you were born, for example, in a third-world country. But if you were born in fucking America, there is no better time than right fucking now to not only be financially independent, build the business of your dreams, whatever that looks like for you. Because right now, there's literally like I have clients monetizing fucking rocks. So like, if you can put a rock in a box or you sell a book about different types of rocks and sediments, like. There's people making money off of everything because there's a client for every single product, service, price point out there. Um, even Ice Cube, for example, on the paper clip, like the Tiffany paper clip that recently like has been going viral. Tiffany oh, like every the gold the, one? Right. Every year yes. for like the holidays, they yeah. release like gold paper clips or the silver paper clips. And I'm just like and everybody's like, This is ridiculous. Three hundred dollars for a paper clip, but I'm like i kind of like it like i love the fact that it's really beautiful and like i can put papers together like i don't know i love it um but at the end of the day there's a client for every price point like do you think Mm -hmm. that they'd be putting out a product that they knew wasn't going to sell no they sell out completely of all the paper clips, within within a matter of a week or two, and they know their client. So this just really goes back into not doing anything from fear or from that place of scarcity, and really asking yourself, am I really truly honoring my soul's desire? By you know, because at the end of the day, when you're being given an idea or when you're given this call to purchase something or this Mm. call to eat that donut and you don't really goes against everything that your body is intuitively telling you to do so when you know in your gut that that's the right decision for example you know you probably hiring me was probably one of the fucking scariest decisions that you've ever made but deep down in your gut you knew that that's what you need to do to get to where you Mm -hmm. wanted to be and you overpass that fear you overpass that and look at you now you're six months now into this journey where like girl, you're in stores, you're getting ready to publish a book, you're doing so much, but that would have never been in fruition. It would have taken you a lot longer to get there if you were like, you know what, I'm just going to wait six more months, or I'm just going to wait six more months, or I'm just going to continue fucking waiting six more months for whatever reason. Mm -hmm. Um, Because again, you keep, letting that fear and that ego, which your ego is a bitch, but you know what I'm talking about, that little voice in your head, where it's just like, no, you don't have enough, or no, it's never going to be enough. And that's when you have to reprogram what is being told to yourself in your head, because you have full control over that, you decide what's being told to yourself, and really reprogram those limiting beliefs that you were technically born with, um, and really going back into what is your truth, what is your truth about money? How do you feel about money? How does money make you feel? Do you have an icky relationship with money? I know for my, like, I would never even check my bank accounts. Like I would have no fucking idea what was going on in there. And it's just like, why do you have this? Like, I would ask myself, like, why do I feel this way about money? And it's just, you know, I took it way back into, you know, what was the first fucked up shit that i heard about money when it came from you know my parents what was that and again really dissecting what's the foundation of that how is it my truth does it feel good to me cuz most of the time any type of limiting belief around money doesn't feel good it feels limiting it feels like it's being told from a place of scarcity you can almost call bullshit on it you're like wait that's not true like money doesn't grow on trees like how i'm pretty sure money does kind of <laughs> grow on trees so it just comes from again really knowing your own value and really getting really honest with yourself into what is your relationship with money first and then kind of reverse engineering that in order to heal that relationship with money
0: yeah because we all have like even growing up my mom like she would never talk bad about money or like say like negative things about it like from what I knew when we were little we were rich we were so rich but like no we were we were on food stamps but my mom would like Make them as worth it as possible, and we'd go to the grocery store, and she'd be like, "Jack and Joey, your uncle Sam is treating us to this grocery trip," and like she'd yeah. let us pick out anything, anything it's like right? name, name brand Dr Pepper. We didn't yeah. have to get Dr Thunder. We got Dr Pepper. Like she made us feel just, but it was always I, I always remember seeing her work hard, like yeah. work hard as hell, and just like physically drained. So that's yeah. how. That's one of the reasons why I feel like. Going into the food industry, I didn't want to complain because working in yeah. is hard as hell. Like it's yeah. literally, it's physical labor, it's mental labor. But I'd always be like, you know what, this is what I have to do. Like I always tell yeah. my mom, and I was like, right, I just, you always thought you had to work hard. Yeah, it's it's okay if I come home and I'm physically drained and I, you know, mm-hmm. just want to go to bed because that's what I know. Like right, that's all that I know. And then like the argument against that is, which I want your like input on is when people feel like slimy about working less and getting mm-hmm. paid the same there's like it's kind of like that self-sabotage where right. it can't be it can't be that good
1: right can't be that good and that mm-hmm. is all just the mindset because it does get to be that good. Um, and it does, you know, one of my favorite quotes is the better it gets, the better it gets. And I tell my husband that all the time. And it's just one of those things where if you truly believe, and this is like really goes into too. So many people are like, Oh my gosh, like our society is so fucked up and people are so fucked up. But it's just like, if you're only looking for the good in people, you're only looking for the good in every situation. That is all that you're going to find. So when it comes to Really reframing how you feel about that. That's just, it's just a reframe when you feel really icky about working less. I still struggled with this, where I'm just like, oh my gosh, I shouldn't just be sitting on my couch, or I'll literally be working and then it'll be a task that is really isn't requiring any of like my brain power. And I'm like, wait, this is not beneficial to me. Like, I should be doing fucking strenuous, like strategy yeah. work to really feel like I'm working. And that's, that's all just in again, I was raised to hustle. I saw my mom, you know, my mom was a single mom. She worked fucking four jobs to even, you know, provide Christmas for me. So like you, like I never saw the outside of not, you know, working those four jobs because I always had everything that I needed. I never was the child, you know, we always had light. We always had food in our refrigerator. My mom always made sure we did, but I always saw my mom working hard. I barely even saw my mom. And that's just one of those things where I thought that was normal, where it's just like, oh, if you don't see me for six months, it's okay, mom, like I'm working. And it's just like, no, because that doesn't feel good to me. And that's draining. And that's not the way it has to be. Because again, when you find examples of other people, you're like, why is it so easy for her? And it's just like, because she's made it that easy for herself. Um, And when you allow it to be easy, and again, it's just really working on that mindset of releasing that guilt and releasing that resentment towards you having the lifestyle that you truly want and desire because you're deserving of building that for yourself. Um, and when you know, for example, this really goes into, you know, knowing the value that you're providing when you can put your head on your pillow, knowing like, Hey, I did really well today. Or one person, you know, felt really inspired by what I put out or one person was able to, you know, I don't know, take your kids to Disney from the one thing that I was able to tell them in terms of my money mindset or whatever. Um, it really helps you tend to kind of release that, that resentment because it's like no the work that I am putting out is really good um or is really valuable to the world and that tends to soften that resent that resistance um but it doesn't necessarily always go away and it's just something that you constantly have to work at um and we tend to get a little lazy on this process too where we're just like we work so hard on our money mindset or we work so hard on our mindset in general we're doing really good for a couple of weeks and then we kind of start to kind of dwindle off of the resources that got us to where we were in the first place. And mm-hmm. it's just because that's where the self sabotage kind of comes in and we get a little bit lazy. Um, but it's really knowing that, hey, if this makes me feel good, if this is something that's really benefiting my life, and you will start to see the changes in your life, you will start to see the notices in terms of, again, when you're only looking for the good, that's all that's going to come towards you. Um, but if you're always worried about you know, the bad or you're always expecting the worst, that's exactly what you're going to get. So when things are really good, expect them to keep getting better and that's what you're going to see um but that takes time and that takes releasing that resistance and really releasing that guilt and that's something that i recommend journaling about and really again being open with your relationship with yourself so that you can see well how how self-aware am i about this situation and what can i dissect from here how am i really feeling Um, and this is why journaling again is really powerful because it's able to take everything that you're kind of going on in your head and kind of battling with in your own head to really put it into perspective on paper for you, for you to really see like, okay, this is how I'm feeling. This is what I need to change. And this is what I want to do moving forward. This is an intention that I'm setting for myself energetically moving forward. Um, And it really just goes into consistently working at it. It's just like, the same way that, you know, Michael Phelps trains for the Olympics is the same way that you have to train your mindset and your business. It's something that's never ending. It's something that you will always consistently be working on. As long as you're an entrepreneur, as long as you are trying to grow your, you know, your business or expand your, you know, your financial independence or expand the relationships that you have, or you're trying to call in your soulmate, like whatever that is, it's the same exact process. It really goes into, what is your relationship with that situation or that object or that material thing that you want um, and how can you call it into your life in a way that feels expansive and feels abundant and feels aligned with everything that you've set up for yourself in terms of what you want and how you desire that to happen for yourself and how you desire that to unfold because again we dictate our lives a lot we give our power away Um, and we're not we're raised to give our power away we're raised to you know be quiet when we're meant to be loud or to you know sit back in the you know don't raise your hand and don't be too loud and don't wear your shirt, you know, your skirt too short and don't be too flashy. Like as women, we're just raised to kind of just put our own desires on the back burner. Um, and it really should be the opposite. And that's something that you just have to work on retraining yourself, you know, especially, you know, women are the backbones of most families, especially like if you're a mom and you're listening to this, most of my clients are moms. Um, and they put, everything on their own shoulders and then when they're falling apart they don't understand why and it's just like you cannot hold a house on your shoulders and a family on your shoulders when your own backbone and your own foundation has fallen apart and that really goes into again how self-aware are you how are you taking care of yourself how are you valuing what's in your life right now what's your what's your you know your way of optimism of looking at things are you looking for the best in everything are you expecting the best in your life and if you're not really get clear on why. And what is holding you back from again really truly embodying the version of yourself that you know is meant to have everything? Because if you can see it in your head, it's just a matter of you aligning yourself in your reality in order to call that in. Um, so, just my <laughs>
0: <laughs> two, cents <on> <laughs> well, two cents on that. But, like, the thing one of the things I had to learn when we started talking about this is like just where I grew up and the people that I grew up around and just like always being bullied. It was like, if I was positive, I was just being super cliche and super unrealistic, but like being, having that mindset is not being super cliche. It's not being like frou-frou. It's just literally like, I feel like you, if you have that mindset, if you have goals behind that mindset, that's when it, takes away or, that cliche or, and that's when or it, even
1: it selfish is. a lot of people will think that you're yeah. selfish for wanting to work on yourself or for example I cut a lot of people out of my life because it's just like bitch you toxic like I cannot mm-hmm. have you in my life on a daily basis I cannot come I in even if it's family members um I've had to be real honest with myself and be like how are you making me feel on a daily basis? How are you contributing to my life? And if you're not, I do have to be selfish with my energy. I have to be selfish with my time because again, your foundation is yourself. And if you are letting people walk all over you and kind of put put cracks in your foundation and you're not mending them yourselves, things are going to fall apart real quick. And we, again, tend to feel really selfish or have people, I've been told all the time, I'm so selfish. And it's just like, I'd rather be really selfish and be really fucking happy than be Mm
0: -hmm.
1: letting you tell me how I should live my life according to your standards so that you don't see me as selfish. And at the end of the day, I'm still going to be miserable as fuck and you're still not going to appreciate anything that I'm doing. So just do you.
0: And that's that's one of the things when you start like really, really and like actually embracing this mindset mm-hmm. and like digesting it and actually like living it and not just saying it but like actually living it you'll notice that you look at your relationships a lot differently
1: oh and yeah that's because that's you really hard. start to notice what you're worth what am i really is this relationship worthy of my time is it worthy of my energy because you love yourself so much are you going to continue to put yourself in a situation where you're not truly being honored. Your desires are not truly being honored. Your lifestyle and the desires that you want for yourself or your goals that you want are not being honored. And that's when you have to get clear with yourself. And this is just with your spouse, with your boss, with your parents. You mm-hmm. know, if They're not on board with the goals that you've set for yourself or the life that you're trying to create for yourself because you know in your heart that that's where you're meant to be going. They'll eventually catch up to you again mm-hmm. it's kind of like this ripple effect the more you work on yourself the more it trickles into everybody else in your life um or they'll tend to fall off and that's okay too and it's really sad when that does happen but you always know that it's for the greatest and highest good of everyone involved and i always pray for that i always send them love and light regardless of whether they're in my life or not because at the end of the day it's a lesson for you to know what you're valued at and what you see you're you know you're not going to put up with a lot of shit when you really truly love on yourself the way that you're expected to be, you know, the way that you expect other people to treat you.
0: Mm -hmm. And that's, that's so crazy that you said that, because that literally describes my mom, like, to the T right now in her life, because she's going through a divorce, but she's Mm -hmm. also, like, they, she's been separated for, like, two years, but she's beautiful. Any guy would be happy to be with her, and so she's, like, seen some guys or whatnot, like, so has my stepdad, and um, she, she still hasn't been able to go through with it. And I'm like, well, mom, you just made it even harder on yourself. Like not only do you have to figure out one guy, but now you have to figure out like a whole nother entity and you haven't even figured out yourself. Right. How are you supposed to focus on yourself and getting yourself better if you keep adding more and more and more to your plate? But it's kind of like the whole like self-sabotage thing. But she's like her excuse for is, well, that's just selfish for me to work on me. It's always – is. it's just selfish. And I just tell her, like, mother, it is okay to be selfish. Like, it mm-hmm. is. Like, we put, like, such a negative, like, light on it. But you have to love yourself and you have to be happy when you go to bed at night. Like, you need to have some level of selfishness. There, it can obviously, like, take its bad turn and, like, go – and like not but that's just being like shady and shallow and all right that and if Which you have integrity
1: different. and if you have values that's mm-hmm. never going to be you and this a lot of people even when it comes to money they're like well if I start making more money and people are gonna call me you know rich or they're gonna expect mm-hmm. me to pay for things or they're gonna um you know treat me differently and it's just one of those things where you just have to get the fuck over it and be again, how do you expect people to treat you? How do you expect people to love on you if you're not doing that with yourself? Um, And that's just something, you know, she can't help herself. It's just the way that she was probably taught from her own family. Like, for example, I was always raised that men aren't shit. And that's something that, you know, I've been with my husband for almost 10 years now. And imagine if I would have let that limiting belief hold me back, I would have never met my soulmate. And that's just something where that's your truth that's not my truth. So when people, especially your mom, when she's having that guilt, how do you expect someone to love you fully if you don't fully love on yourself? Or when you give yourself 150% to someone, it's draining. It's just exhausting. And it doesn't feel like you're going to feel that huge disconnect in your relationship because it's just like, and even with, again, money, relationships, health, you're going to feel that huge disconnect because it's truly not what you desire. You're never going to be 150% happy because you do want the man who loves on you. You do want the man who cherishes your goals and listens to you and appreciates you for who you are, but you're never going to get that if you don't give it to yourself first or you don't expect that in your relationships first or you don't expect that in your financial situation, you don't expect that in your work relationship when you only are expecting the best because again, you're giving yourself your best first, then that's all you're going to be willing to even stand for. You're not even going to give the time or attention to someone. And actually, even energetically, they're not even going to come at you because they're just not even on your level. They're going to energetically, they're just so misaligned that your mom is just going to be on such another level. They're not even going to understand why. And that's when she's going to find someone who's going to literally just sweep her off her feet for exactly who she is because she's giving herself that love and attention. It's just something that she expects and demands in her life because that is how she is setting up her desires.
0: And I know we've talked, we talked about this, like throughout this whole thing, but can you like clarify to everyone what scarcity versus abundance is? Cause I know I even say it a lot, but I feel like it needs, like, you need to like clearly know what both mean. Cause before I met you, I had no idea.
1: <laughs> so sorry. There's a lot of ways that you can kind of take this. So I see scarcity as a feeling. Um, and this is probably the best way for me to describe that. Whenever I am asking myself, am I in a scarcity mindset or am I in an abundance mindset? Abundance comes from knowing that all of your needs are always met. The universe, God, whatever you believe in, is always taking care of you. Anything that you want is to your disposal. And when you make decisions from that place, you always know that everything's going to be fine, regardless of how it turns out or how it appears on paper or how it appears to other people. It's always working out for your greatest and highest good. When it comes to scarcity, um, and uh, abundance feels expansive. It feels feels alive it feels joyful it feels playful it feels really fun when you're in that energy and you know exactly what i'm talking about when you're just like shit doesn't matter you can have freaking 10 cents in your bank account but you're just like fuck it i don't care i'm gonna live my best life like when you're in that when you're in that energy nothing can kind of stop you you're just unstoppable and you tend to notice People love you a little bit more. People tend to um, gravitate towards you when you're in public, or people tend to um, invite you places when you're in that energy, or you tend to get more opportunities because it's just, you're just, you're just playing with the universe is what I love to call it. And that's when I tend to be in that abundance energy and that abundance mindset. When it comes to scarcity, it goes into feelings for me. Um, I don't necessarily go, it's, it's hard for people to relay that based off of a definition, but when it turns, when I'm feeling scarcity, when I'm feeling, for example, I feel, Really resentful, or I feel closed off, or I feel fearful, or I feel worried, or you get like that pit in your stomach um, when you're making decisions. That really goes into scarcity for me. And it's really making decisions from fear, making decisions from lack and knowing that you know it's never enough or it's not enough or i'm never going to have enough um when you make any decision from that place you're right you're proving yourself right you're never going to have enough you're never going to be enough just because you are showing the universe that's exactly what you're looking for when you say yes to those things um, so really when you're at, when you're making decisions regardless whether it's relationships health money um quit that job not quit that job think about, am I doing it from a place of abundance, which feels expansive, it feels joyful, it feels playful, it feels like that, just that energetic next level where it feels really good for you, or is it coming from scarcity, where it feels really fearful, really constrained, really tight. Um, you can feel the restriction of even your breath, your breath, your breath may be, you know, tight and you know, you Mm -hmm. may have like shortness of breath. Um, that's, I literally physically feel it in my body. So when you are putting yourself in that place, don't necessarily kind of remove the woo from it and really be, how am I feeling right now? And really being hyper aware of your own intuition, of your own senses, of your own desires and saying, am I making this decision from a place of abundance? And, or am I making this decision from a place of, lack and scarcity. And it just goes into your body is always going to tell you. So really get clear as to what that feels like for you in your body. Because for me, I feel scarcity and lack in the pit of my stomach. Um, but for some people, it may be in their throat. It may be you know, in the way that they physically can't move. There's some people who literally, like, they get stuck physically where they're like, these are people who are in bed rest, like depressed, because they mm. literally cannot move past, physically can't move past whatever the resistance is. You never wanna get yourself to that place because these are people who keep ignoring all of the signs in their bodies to the point where their body just completely fucking shuts down. And that's, again, you're so aware of yourself. You should be so hyper aware of yourself because you love yourself and you wanna give yourself the best that you always want to be in this place of really being, asking yourself again, making this decision from a place of abundance and, you know, love and expansion, or am I making this decision from lack and scarcity and never having enough or feeling like I'm never going to have enough?
0: And I notice that when I feel like when I when I feel like I'm in my abund when I feel abundant, yes. I get super hype. And a yeah, lot of a hot. lot of yeah, a lot of people are like because I did a video with um one of the supplement stores that I'm in. I did it with mm-hmm. them, and we were just like literally in their back room. But for some reason, when you put like a lens in front of my face or just anything like when I get in that mindset this and I'm just like really off. happy. I am hype as hell. And they were like, dude, you need to chill. Like you're so nervous. I was like, and I was like, we had to take so we had so many takes. I was like, I'm, I'm not nervous, to be honest. I'm just like, so pumped to yeah. be talking about this. And I'm so pumped. It's like, I used to see it as like, oh, shit, like, I just get nervous. I get stage fright. But that's just yeah. like my body getting me super freaking hype. Mm-hmm. I just, I haven't learned how to like, control that. <laughs> but like, I'm getting there. Like I'm trying, but like, that's just my body's way of like telling me like, okay, right. you're, you're challenging yourself. Like you're doing something that you know. And this is doing. on the right path. Mm-hmm. This is being in abundance. And like, we're just like, my body's like, we're just getting ready to like, do some to shit. Go all the way.
1: <laughs> and it's literally, it's just the oxytocin going through your body. It's literally a chemical reaction where you're literally being turned on. Um, and I feel like that when I speak. I feel like that when I am getting on calls. Like, I literally take the time to turn myself on because, again, my clients deserve 150% of myself. You want that excitement. You want that playfulness, that joy, that expansion because that's how magic happens when you're working with someone. That's how magic happens when you're collaborating with someone. What if I was just like, yeah, Jack, like, that sounds cool when you're like, <laughs> when you're just on level 500 like that's (laughs) just deflating almost where it's just like oh okay bitch you're not that excited okay like but your body is always going to tell you what's the right next step so when you feel that excitement when you feel that rush of energy like i literally shake like i physically oh yeah like my like literally shake and it's not because i'm nervous it's literally i'm just so excited i could literally poop my pants (laughs) i just literally shake so um I catch like from the core like I literally feel like the core of my body shaking but that just mm-hmm. tells me that I'm on the right path or I get the craziest goosebumps like I don't know if you've ever experienced that either you just yes. get the gnarliest set of goosebumps or <laughs> it's just like oh like okay and it's that's like the ones the, that make you shake yeah just the ones <laughs> that make you shake and it's just like that's literally physically your body being turned on to the fact that you're providing yourself with pleasure. You're giving yourself that, that dose of pleasure. And that's where, again, we lose our power. We feel like we can find that in someone else. Um, and you're, you can give yourself that at any fucking time at any time and moment. And that energy is what brings abundance and brings monetary value. That's what brings opportunities to you. Um, that's what brings you to just happen, you know, take a left instead of taking that right. And it leads you to, I don't know, in front of, another store where you want to get your cookies sold that you would have never bumped into if you didn't take that random left turn. Um, And it's just those things where you're just tuning into what feels really good in your body and you're tuning into What is my body telling me my next step is? And when you tap into that, when those decisions, again, am I making this decision from fear or am I making it from a place of abundance, knowing that I'm always being taken care of because that's what I fucking expect. Um, And when you have that determination in your goals and you have that determination in your lifestyle and in what you're providing for yourself, you're literally fucking unstoppable.
0: Mm -hmm. And there's that like, there is that fear of, well, if I do act abundant and if I do do the things that like my body is telling me like, yes, like what will people think? Mm -hmm. And, but it's just that like, that's how I grew up because people, girls were just so mean. So that's how my mindset has always been. But like, honestly, a majority of people are not going to like judge you negatively at all. They're going to be like, whoa. Like, fucking right. doing it. Like, I'll have yeah. people reach out to me from middle school asking me about my cookies. I'm like, you tortured me, <laughs> but now you want to know how I'm doing. Literally, oh my gosh, like, that's you were so-, so mean to me, but. <laughs> but like I mean we they don't around. remember yeah and yeah. they don't even like
1: literally to them that's such a phase of their life that they don't even remember but it just goes to show you like you didn't forget that shit like, no, I you, won't forget that right but that didn't even let that didn't stop you from showing up and from showing mm-hmm. out you know showing your skills or showing the brand that you've built and I was really fearful of that when I started my business because my biggest thing for me is I, ne- I didn't graduate college and so many people didn't know that like that I went to high school because I was the girl who mm-hmm. literally graduated my AA from high school like I was in dual enrollment. I was doing college and I was in high school at the same time. I was just that girl who was just, I was going to be an attorney. I was going to pre-law school. And when everything kind of like flipped on its head for me, when I started making, um, you know, I started my first business and then I was like, nope, that's not what I want to do. I was really embarrassed of what people would think of me kind of just being wishy-washy of where, you know, I was, started my own business, went back working nine to five, like then went back and started my marketing company. I was just like, people are not going to take me seriously. I didn't graduate mm-hmm. school. I'm only 22. Like, so many things that would hang me up and then eventually you just get the fuck over it and you just like how is this benefiting me is it benefiting me being fearful another thing too um when we actually started to to make money where it's just like should i buy this handbag like what is my mom gonna say what is my family gonna say or should i take this three-week trip to europe like what is my like what is everybody gonna say and it's just like you're gonna continue letting people dictate your fucking life who First of all, don't even pay your bills. Don't live with you. Could care less about your success and happiness unless you're showcasing it on Instagram or you're showcasing it on Facebook. And at the end of the day, how do I fucking feel? Am I fucking happy? Are my clients happy? Is my family happy? Uh, you know, am I doing everything that I can to be happy, joyful, fulfilled? Because that's literally your life purpose. Being happy, joyful, and fulfilled. If you feel those three things, you are literally living your life's purpose. If you're not, get clear on again, what do I need to do to bring those attributes to my life? Because that is what is going to put you in the energy of opportunity and abundance and bringing you everything in, and in that you desire. So,
0: yeah. And when you do have that energy, like you'll meet the people who also. Want to align with that, and that's when you'll just like kind of shoo away all the haters. (laughs) Just kind of like put your blockers on, just put your put your put your blinders on, and just
1: do you. Like you cannot let um, other people's opinions. And again, I'm so fearful of that. Like, oh my gosh, everybody's gonna call me the rich girl, or people are gonna expect me to pay for shit now that I have money. And it's just like I don't expect that of people. Like, why would I expect? Like, why would people expect that of me? Like when I go Mm -hmm. out to dinner with someone who's wealthy, I don't expect them to pay for my meal. Like again, it's just expectations of what you perceive in people. If you expect that, of course you're going to get people who ask you for money. If you don't expect that and it's just not even in your reality, that's not even in your
0: scope, you're not going to get people who do that to you. So Mm
1: -hmm. just what do you stand for? And again, being hyper aware of how that feels for you.
0: And with the money mindset, like we talked about this earlier, but it's a constant work in progress. It's not like, okay, I did it. I figured out what it is like, nope, I don't have to ever do it again. Like it is a constant reminder. And one of the things, one of the ways or a few of the ways that you've taught me to constantly remind myself is journaling. And then I remember you told me to uh, put positive affirmations on my phone to like Mm -hmm. randomly have them up. So what are some of the things that you like to do the most to remind you? Um, so
1: affirmations, yeah. Affirmations are a big one for me. Journaling is a big one for me. Getting out of my element. So again, putting myself back into the energy of being just playful and expansive, whether that's going to the beach, whether that's taking my dogs for a walk, whether that's having dinner with my husband, whatever puts me back into that energy. And I feel it again, I'm very aware of how I'm feeling. So if I'm feeling really just low vibe and yucky. Like, there's no point in me working in that energy. What am I? What am I contributing here other than my negative ass energy? Like, no. I need to figure out myself first so that I can come back to my business or come back to that situation or relationship with that really high energy. Um, so. Meditation for me does that a lot too. Um, Really just reading. Lots of books have just absolutely changed my life in terms of my money mindset and how I even just perceive the world. Um, Another, like The Big Leap, if you've never read The Big Leap, absolutely recommend The Big Leap. You're a badass at making money from Jen Chinchero. Absolutely hysterical. It's a fantastic book. Recommended 100%. The Universe Has Your Back. Another fabulous book by Gabby Bernstein. Unshakable by Tony Robbins. Um, oh my gosh, so many books that I, again, just absolutely have changed my life in the way that, um, you know, Unfuck Yourself, Girl, Wash Your Face um, by Rebecca Hollins. Like so many incredible books that if you are not a reader, get yourself out of that mindset because mm-hmm. there are so many resources out there for you to just even listen to them like even just listening to the audios of them. Um another YouTube videos. I love listening to Abram Hicks, another yes. really like <laughs> literally half on replay with anytime I'm feeling like instantly, like I remember just a, a week ago, right before I was launching the site, I was in such a bad mood with how frustrated I was with just again things not coming out the way that I expected them to and you just have to release expectations because they're always going to make you fucking miserable. Um, And that's just something that I learned very early on in my business. You cannot have expectations of people, of things, because everything is out of your control except for yourself. So Mm -hmm. if you're just controlling yourself and worrying about how you react to things, you will always be happy. Um, Anytime you again, give your power away and put your expectations onto someone else, you're always going to be disappointed. And I learned that really early on. Um, so really, again, get yourself out of that mindset. It is always a work in process because every next level is going to bring a new set of limiting beliefs. Um, you know, if your goal is to go from 5k to 10k per month, that 10k is going to bring up a new set of limiting beliefs that that 5k Mm did. not That 20k, 50k, 100k, that million dollars is always going to bring up a new set of limiting beliefs that you have to work through. And eventually you'll get to the point where you can work it out real quickly, in your head and again I can now be like am I making this decision from scarcity am I making it from abundance I can usually make that decision in five seconds Um, but before it wasn't like that I literally would get my journal and like whip out my pen and create a pros and cons list and really figure out okay how am I feeling and how are these attributes making me feel so it's almost like you're working a muscle eventually you're going to build it up and build it up to the point where you don't have to get in your journal every time or you don't need to meditate for 30 minutes Um, I can just pull open an Abram Hicks video and it'll completely 360 how I was feeling and completely shift how I was, you know, um, you know, feeling about my day or feeling about the situation. Cause it's just like, bitch, I'm just energy. Like I can j- completely shift how I feel at any time. It's a decision on me, but sometimes it feels good to wallow in those emotions because you're human and that's okay. But it's just knowing that you can shift yourself out of that at absolutely any moment when you decide to. So lots of resources that it's just on a daily basis. And another thing that um, has really helped me with my mindset is just taking action and really showing up when I'm struggling with something, um, teaching from that place of, you know, you know, you're not the only one who's going through that or, Mm -hmm. um, you know, money mindset like this is a perfect time. It's funny that we're even having this conversation because it's just like, you know, I have crazy goals for next year. And of course that comes with limiting beliefs. Of course that comes with like, bitch, you crazy. Like of course you can't do that. You've never done that or you've never seen that in your life. Mm-hmm. Um and it's just really again proving to yourself that that's possible, you know, with the Kardashians, with whoever like if it's possible for them why is it not possible for me anything one of Steve Harvey' one of my favorite quotes that he ever said um, he's like if you can see it in your head you can hold it in your hand um, and that's something that I you know if I see it in my head and if my clients see it I don't hold back it's just like what do we need to do to get into the energy of allowing these steps to just process to us um, so when I'm working with my clients it's literally just like a download like my clients will say something and like it's not even me thinking it's not even me processing it like I just let whatever's just downloading from my head out of my mouth um, and that's just just how it is and I, it's a very intuitive process with me when it comes to that kind of stuff too but it's an ongoing practice like it is mm-hmm. always ongoing and you will notice that the second you stop and the second you get yourself off of your you know your little 10 15 minute mindset routine shit tends to go crazy you have again your you know, things don't go as you plan or you have, again, these expectations that are not being met. And it's just because you're giving your power away to so many other situations and you're being reactive instead of taking control over how you want to react and how you want to feel.
0: And I know you also just released your planner, which I did purchase. All right. <laughs> I'm so excited. And how is your planner something that can help people with money mindset? Because I know it goes all into your goal setting and all that. So right. how can that help?
1: So it doesn't necessarily focus on money mindset, but what it does, cause again, money is just energy. It really puts you into, the, the universe loves direction. It loves clarity. It loves specification. So if you are looking, for example, you want 10K, um, and that's your monthly goal for that month. What are you going to do to get there? And not only that, why do you want 10K? What is the purpose of your 10K? What is it going to be used for? When do you need it by? Why do you want it? Um, we, we, tend to forget all of that. We're just like, oh, we want a million dollars. And it's just like, that's it. <laughs> and yeah. if we don't go into depth or into detail as to why we want it. What are we using this money for? The easier you make it for the universe to understand, hey, this is the kind of money she needs because she's going to build something bigger and better with it, or she's going to build a bigger and better website that's going to access more people to get the information that she's providing to the world. And again, it goes back into making sure you're always providing value. Um, it really really just goes full circle with that aspect of it. And with the planner, it really just takes you every single month of just getting clear on what you want because we don't take the time to get clear. We tend to go month after month after month just wishing and hoping and hoping it's not a strategy. So instead of just hoping and praying that you get what you want, you're going to sit down. You're going to get clear on what you want, why you want it, what's your intention for that, what are you going to do to let those steps become accessible you and then what's your plan for that month to execute that goal because again you want to be strategic but you also want to make sure that you're doing it from a place of abundance and leaving it open to opportunity so I always say I want this or something better um because I'm always I'm down for better better is usually you know Mm -hmm. There's always a divine plan that's bigger and better than what you even created or expected for yourself. So I am all for that when I'm writing out goals. And that's what the planner really does. It just helps you sit down each month, get clear on what you want and really be specific with your goals so that you can actually achieve your goals.
0: Yeah. Because like you, you can say usually like, When you first asked me what I wanted to make, I lowballed it because I was just speaking out of fear and all this stuff. But I feel like when you really, really get clear and specific and on your why, like why you want this money, what, how it's going to make you feel, what you're going to be able to do, you'll actually realize that you lowballed the hell out of yourself and you'll be like, um, scratch that out. (laughs) I'm going to do this more, but it helps you put more of like a feeling behind it rather than, okay. I just want to make 10,000 a month like. Right. Okay, but like why? Like what is that going to do for you? What how are you right. going to feel after it? You know, what exactly. are you, what are you going to be able to do that you weren't able to do? What are you going to be able to give that you weren't able to give before? Exactly. Like that's a huge one for me is making more money means that I can give more like to my friends to my family like I can treat them to a meal when I wouldn't have before like that's huge for me or like I can send them presents or I can send my mom like random flower arrangements or anything like that like that shit's what's really cool so I feel like and it's it's not even cliche but when you get into like what you can give you're like holy shit like I can I need to do better Mm -hmm. I
1: have to do better because my family deserves better for me my friends deserve better Mm -hmm. I deserve better the life that I want to live deserves better so So When you come again, when you come from that place, nothing's going to hold you back because you have to do better. That's what's going to always continue pushing you forward, but it's because you have that vision, because Mm -hmm. you have that clarity that it drives you forward so that when shit happens, when shit's thrown your way, when you're sucker punched in the gut and you didn't expect it, it's not going to hold you back. You're going to lose wind a little bit, but it's not going to hold you back from building that momentum again and continue pushing forward.
0: And I just want to say thank you so much for coming on this Ooh. podcast. This is literally gold. I this is such... Like, I'm going to take notes on all this. Like, when I listen to it, I'm going to go back and be like, okay, she said this book, this book, this book, this book, this book.
1: <laughs> yeah, seriously, I can give you a list. Like, I have also, to my website, I have a whole tools and, like, resource page that has, like, literally every book I've ever read on it. Um, at least my top, like, 10 favorites, just because, like, books have honestly just changed my life. And they... Something that I could just put on when I'm feeling in a funky mood um, and just... Again, I, you want money to just be playful. You want it to come in abundance. It's accessible. There's literally trillions and trillions. Like, there's more money owed in this country than there are like dollar bills printed. Like, so there's literally no limitations to what you can create or what you can have. Um, it's just a matter of you, again, getting out of your own way and realizing that if it's accessible to them, it's accessible to you and really doing everything you need to do to embody that energy, to embody those desires, and then continue moving forward in your life.
0: So thank you for having me. You're the best. I can't wait You're for everyone best. to hear Thanks, this. Because I know, I feel like this is perfect timing too, because everybody's setting their New Year's goals. Yeah. And, and that comes in with money goals as well. So absolutely, whoever, whoever's listening, this is legit gold. Yes. <laughs> Just to let you know, like, please take note. Yes. but thank you so very much. I thank appreciate you. That. Appreciate it so much. And insert outro clip. <laughs> You're the bomb girl. <laughs> yes. Thank you so much for coming thank on. Thank you. I appreciate no. it.
1: Thank you. I have to run. Um, I have to take my grandma' to the doctor because you know, life of an entrepreneur, but this was absolutely fabulous. When is it airing?
0: I'm going to do this one the first Friday of January.: Cool. So my goal, yeah. send me all the to do like one each week. So yeah. I have another one lined up for today and you're going to be my first one because it just yeah. feels right. And
1: I funny. love it. So so send me all the all the deets on it so I can post it when it goes live.
0: Yes, thank love you, you so girl. much. I love So you keep so. me posted
1: on what you're, again, I want outlines for your books and all of that stuff once you create it in Word. And then from there, we'll just continue outlining all of that and get you going.
0: Alrighty, thank you. All right, thank girl. You're the best have a great weekend and happy new year i know what gonna turn up with luna yes (laughs) bye Bye. thank you so much for joining me on today's episode of the revival podcast if you loved this episode make sure you subscribe and leave a review letting me know your thoughts And remember, there is nothing more empowering than the ability to ignite your very own revival.